listening to The Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Well, Happy New Year, and uh, thanks for tuning in to the first show of 2015. I understand there is a hockey game going on that people are watching. But my suggestion was, put your TV on the hockey game. Go ahead, but keep your radio tuned in to News Talk 1010. Uh, thanks for joining me tonight. I'm Pei Chen, uh, back from a week of holidays. If you want to call it that, I like to call it a week of being away. Uh, spent some family time in uh, British Columbia with my brother and sister-in-law and my parents as well. So... Um, it was good in some ways. Um, I also had a cousin from Taiwan who's about my age who uh, flew to BC with his wife and his baby. And it was the first time that they'd been in Canada. So that was kind of nice. That was sort of the reason why I flew out to BC and my parents who live on the East Coast decided to fly out to the West Coast so that we could kind of be together. Because growing up, it was just my brother and I and my parents. We didn't have a lot of family. So this is sort of the most family that I have ever been around during the holidays. And uh, what is nice about having visitors from out of the country is that it does force you to sort of be on your A-game. Like you want to show them the best parts of the town or the city or the province or the country because you want them to have a good experience. You want them to have great memories. You want them to experience things that you think are positive uh, Canadian things. Um, and that is why my brother, who's two years younger, thought we should go to the mall on Boxing Day so my cousins could experience what that is like. I have not been to a shopping mall on Boxing Day probably since I was a teenager. Uh, that was also the reason why we ate lunch at A&W in the food court, because in my cousin's Chinese um travel guide for Canada, it actually suggests eating at A&W, which is so weird and random. But then my brother felt like, you know, we should do the things in the guidebook. Um, I can't tell you the last time I had an A&W burger as well. And, uh, you know, so spending some time with my family, which I don't get to do as often, especially to have all of us together because my brother being in BC, my parents being in Nova Scotia, it is very challenging for us to all be together. Um, and I don't know when this happened to me exactly. And, you know, I think a lot of you listeners who are perhaps about my age or older could relate to this. I'm not sure when it happened, but I went from being the child to feeling like I was parenting my parents. So, for example, being away with them meant we were staying at someone else's home. I I would wake them up in the morning. I'd be like, no, 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 hurry up, hurry up. You got to get in the shower. Uh, we got to go. We got to be here at this time. You know, you got to get your shoes on. Where's your jacket? Where's your hat? You know, we'd be heading out the door. My dad would forget his glasses. He couldn't find his hat. My mom couldn't find her purse. I'm like, you know, we're going to be late. And I was like hustling them, up, hustling them out the door, trying to make sure everyone was ready. Um... You know, we we spent some time downtown Vancouver, which is really lovely. I haven't spent a lot of time down there. We were able to stay at uh, a relative's uh, condo while they were away. And my parents live in Nova Scotia where you can't just walk to things. You have to get in a car and you drive everywhere. So I decided that we would walk around Vancouver and discover some of the nice neighborhoods like Yaletown. And because my parents walk very slow, I'm always a few feet ahead of them. And then I hear behind me, how much further? Where are we going? Are we there yet? 
my my feet are sore, my legs are tired, I'm cold. It was my parents. And I don't have children, so if this is what it's like to have children, I think I'm at my fill. I'm I'm like at capacity. And then this is me. I turn around and I go, fine, we'll go home. We'll go home and we'll do nothing. So I've become a terrible parent to my parents. Uh, if I sound a little congested, I apologize. I did catch a little bit of a cold over the holidays and uh, didn't have much of a New Year's Eve. So I'm hoping you had one that was a bit more eventful than mine. And uh, I'm hoping that you all have a great 2015. I'm curious to know if you make New Year's resolutions. And if you do, I would love to know what they are. So text in at 71010. I'll be talking about that a little bit through the show today. So uh, send me a text 71010. Tell me what you're hoping to achieve in 2015 and uh, the resolutions that you've made for yourself or perhaps for your family. Um, and I know a lot of people do start to feel a little bit squishy after the holidays. That's what I like to call it. You know, after all that excessive eating and maybe a little more downtime. And uh, most people do vow to eat better and to try and lose weight over the holidays. And my first guest is in studio with me and she'll be here with me until 8.30 and it's registered nutritionist Leanne Phillipson-Webb. She's been on the show before, also founder of SproutRight.com. And uh, Leanne, I, I wanted you on the show because as much as people get frustrated about like, yeah, 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 everybody wants to lose weight, you know, in January, yeah, they want to, they, they join the gym or they start these diets. Most people fall off that bandwagon within yeah. a couple of weeks. For sure. Yeah, so by the end of the month, it, it pretty you'll, much, you'll right? be back to it. Yeah. It, it sounds like a good thing right now, but it's the sustainability. You have to make it last. But how, are, so I wanted you to come in to help us with tips, like ways that we can actually stick with yes. our we could call it a resolution if you want, or goal. Some people said, you know, they've set goals for 2015 yes. for yeah. their health, yeah. their well-being. Um, and it's really easy to tell people what, it's really easy to say to someone, well, eat less. Well, it's, just yeah. go, what are you gonna go do? for a walk. Yeah. I mean, studies do show you use a smaller plate, then you're going to hmm. not, you're not going to consume as much. Yeah. So that's, that is one really easy thing to do. However, after, you know, an hour or two and you're still starving, because you've eaten less, then yes. what are you going to do? You're going to go for anything, any carb-based food. You're going to grab some brownies. If you haven't actually looked at the big picture of what you're going to do and made some serious plans, mm -hmm. and if you're going to start some sort of cleanse, detoxy type of something, what on earth are you going to do after that's finished, if it's right. a period of time? There's a lot of things, that, a lot of thought, really, that needs to go into this. Maybe a bit more than what you've thought, oh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to follow that, or yeah. I've seen this book, or this celeb's lost this much weight with it. Maybe Maybe I'll try that. A little bit more planning, forward planning mm -hmm. into even February and March or setting goals. Like you said, maybe you've got a race that you're going to do or something like that. There's something coming up. You're taking up running or you're hitting the gym. All right. So book a race so that you've got a goal to get you right. to. And then the longevity could last a lot longer. Makes you accountable too. If you say, I'm going to sign up for my 5K Quite. in May or in That's June. It. Uh, and you're working up towards that. And, and and you touched upon something that I do want to talk with you more about after the break, which is the popularity of uh, cleanses and detoxes, yeah. especially juices, because sure. I think a lot of people were give. I was given a juicer over the holidays. Yes. And I think a lot of people uh, probably have one now as well. Yeah. And there's a lot more juice places that have opened up. And it seems to be something that... Um, 
I think a lot of celebrities have made quite popular. And I have friends who own juice bars. So, you know, I I can see the advantages of juicing. But I think a lot of people decide to do a cleanse or a detox for sort of the wrong reasons. And then they don't understand why they don't have long-term changes. So I want to talk to you a bit more later in the show about the... Uh, I guess, the advantages yes. to doing a cleanse or a detox and also the disadvantages as well. Because I think people, we often look for an easy solution. Everyone's looking for the magic <laughs> bullet. And if there you was, really are. if there was a secret easy way to yes. be thin and be healthy, then we'd all be thin and healthy. And we wouldn't have obesity rates on the rise and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it really is an epidemic. So Okay, so we're going to talk more about that. Okay, so Leanne, registered nutritionist, is going to have some great tips for us if you want to just be a bit healthier in the new year, whether your goal is to uh, be more active or eat better. um, It's certainly tips that we can all take home and and use. And also coming up later in the show, uh, we're talking more about New Year's resolutions. I'm curious to know if you make them for yourself and for your family. And I'll also have a $100 gift card to give away to well.ca. It's a great online shop where you can order all kinds of green and natural products. You're listening to The Page Chan Show here on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. Feel free to text in at 71010. Share your New Year's resolutions with us. I'll be back with Leanne Phillipson-Webb right after this quick break. This is the Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Welcome back to the show. I'm here live until 9 p.m. Sunday evenings. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Wishing you a very happy, healthy, and I want to say entertaining 2015. Um talking a little bit about New Year's resolutions, and I know some people kind of roll their eyes at that. They're like, I don't bother because I don't keep them. What's the point? Um, But I want to talk about it only because a lot of people do set goals for themselves throughout the year. So maybe instead of calling them resolutions, we can talk about the goals that we have for ourselves and our health in 2015. And here to help me out with that is Leanne Phillipson-Webb, who is a registered nutritionist, also the founder of SproutRight.com, which has a lot of great information on there for parents and families. Yes, it does. You know, health and wellness information. So be sure to check that out. Thank you. So we wanted to talk a little bit about the most popular goal or resolution that people make Mm -hmm. is really to either like be healthier, which is, you know, in terms of what they eat um, and or lose weight. You know, Uh, I read somewhere that over the holidays, people put on average two to five pounds, but they really take it off. So, you know, over a couple of years, it it accumulates. Yeah. I actually think one of the really uh, just a different way to reframe the whole resolution thing, because it does have such a stigma to fall off, is really that you set an intention. Mm-hmm. What is it that you want? Do you want glowing skin? Do you want healthier nails? Do you want do you want your hair to look better? Yeah. Do you want to fit into your dress that you haven't been able to wear for a little while? <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, quite. But so that will hopefully direct you a little bit more into how you're going to do it. I think one of the first things to do is to look at all the extras that you've consumed over the holidays, whether that started in November because you started to have parties then, or you know, just that you you're 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 getting the the extra 
double latte with the foam, not not just your foam whip, but you know the mm-hmm. creme brulee, whatever, because that's like five hundred, almost five hundred calories. That's it's insane. The extra drinks that you've had, those cookies, chocolates, all those kind of things. So once you look at those extras that have crept into where you aren't normally, ditch them. Just get rid of them. Okay. It's the fastest way. It sounds simple, and I'm not saying that it's simple, and you feel like you're deprived, and you feel like, oh, I just want that. Mm-hmm. But it depends on what your intention is and how fast you want to get there. Okay. If you want to move quick, ditch them. If you want to prolong the agony <laughs> of losing the weight, then take out one at a time. So maybe it's that you ditch wine or you ditch alcohol for the whole month. Maybe it's that if you need your coffee, you just have your normal milk in it. You don't have the extra whatever, whatever, or your mochas or Mm -hmm. creme brulees or whatever. So there's a lot lot that can be done just by looking at what you do. And I, I really suggest to a lot of my clients that you write out a food diary. If they come and see me for consultation, they have to worry they have to write out a food diet, which may make them may make them eat healthier anyway, but just do it for yourself. Yeah. Write down what it is and then because we don't remember. Oh, I didn't remember I went to the vending machine, got a cook got a cookie or I got this or I nabbed this on the way to the you know, to, to this meeting or whatever it happens to be. So you can easily ditch that. See, I've written a food diary a couple of times. It's been a few years, but every time I have um started up with a new personal trainer, for example, yes. which I over you know, in the past ten years, and personal training is not cheap. I will fully admit that. But what I have done is I'll buy a few sessions at a time, uh, get onto a new program and learn how to do a few extra exercises. And then I finish with the trainer and I try to continue on uh, for the rest of the year. And then maybe every year I buy a few sessions just as a refresh. So it is expensive, but I don't do it year round. I just, I'm not no. able and to, if I could. the same thing as, some, as coming to see a nutritionist. When, right. when people come to see me, it might be because some, I have some clients that want to lose weight. So I speak to them for 15 minutes every week. Mm-hmm. Keeps the accountability there. So you need to know in yourself, what works for you? Are you somebody that can get the information and run with it? Or there's someone that you have to have someone behind you going, all right, come on, hang on a minute. Let's get you back on track. I've fallen off the wagon a little bit. Don't worry about it. Let's just get you back on. And if it's every week, every month, every two weeks, whatever, works for you because that's part of this is realizing that you got to this place because of your willpower is not so strong not a problem that's why there's people either like me or colleagues who are Mm -hmm. out there who can support you and get you to where you want to go and I think you have to be honest with yourself it's really easy to um I think wish for these drastic changes and think that they'll be quick and easy. They won't be quick. And if they're not quick, don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah. You know, if you do actually keep a food diary and you do write down, you know where you start, maybe write it out again next week or something like that, and then see how have you done? How have you improved? One of the big things that I would want to see on somebody else's food diary is to pile your plate high with vegetables (laughs) greens, you know, your kale, your salad, your beets, carrots, broccoli, green beans, and so on. When you've piled your place, plate high with those veggies, you've got to eat them first. Mm-hmm. Your starches, maybe second, or maybe they completely go. The protein has to stay. It's so important. So your meat, your dairy, tofu, beans, mm-hmm. lentils, if you're veggie. And then the next thing, and again, this all depends on how quick you want to go, is to take out sugar. That means you have to read all of your labels. It's not easy. Don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong. It is the fastest way to lose weight, hands down. There is nothing else you can do. We'll talk about this in a minute. The juice cleanse, the detoxes, all of those kind of things. But for longevity, 
if you take sugar out or the majority of sugars out of your diet, maybe you start off with the, what goes in your coffee, you mm-hmm. ditch that, or you find a substitute for it, but then you've got the cookies. Like anything sweet that you put in your mouth is going to have sugar. And if you have the willpower to do that, and you can find other things to eat, because that's the thing, you can't go walk around starving. You've got to have vegetables with you in your bag, mm-hmm. maybe nuts and seeds, raisins, dates, all of those kind of things. Because what happens with your body is that both sugar and starches, so think of potatoes, bread, pasta, all those kind of things, stimulate secretion of insulin the most. Just in case you weren't, sh- didn't, you've now, heard insulin. Can let I me clarify tell you, something? Tell you what it does. Are you talking about just refined sugars or are you talking fruit sugars as well? Like naturally, can we still have yes. fruit and can we have sweet potatoes and carrots? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's, some more people... your white, it's more your white potatoes and it okay. comes down a little bit to the fiber level. We're going to talk about this with the juices too. So just increase, you know, everybody hears insulin, but you don't really know what to do. It, it, what it does, it's the main fat storage hormone takes that takes the carbs out of your blood and shoves it into storage so think belly fat mm-hmm. bum fat hips whatever the whatever it is wherever your area is because everybody has an area where it goes to and when your insulin goes down because you're eating less sugar less starches all of those kind of things fat has an easier time to get out of where it's been stored so think your hips and your bellies is going to take that and start burning it instead of carbs Okay. Genius. Right. Right? It's your body knows how to do this. And physiologically, it will do it. So it's win-win for your waistline and also for potentially pre-diabetic state where your pancreas is like, your pancreas is what secretes the insulin. Mm -hmm. So after the holidays with, I mean, think the booze, think the drinks, your gin and tonics, all that kind of stuff. Insulin is on overload. Your pancreas right now is like, please put me on a beach and let me have a holiday. My pancreas has not (laughs) stopped since 1976. (laughs) So when you lower those starches and ditch the sugar, it is so good for your body Top to bottom. It really, really is. So if you've got somebody that you know who's, you know, is in your family that now pre-diabetic and you're thinking, oh, my God, I've got to do something about it. Again, mm-hmm. really, really good reason to do that, those kind of things. Okay. So ditching the sugar, it's, that's really hard because I will admit that I eat fairly well, but I like my sweets. That is my downfall. Fine. But there's a time at which, and it honestly, I think, takes about three to four days to get over this. Mm-hmm. You need to go to the store. You need to go and buy, you know, apples. For some reason, I've got to think about apples right now. Honey crisp apples, in my opinion, are the best oh, on great. the planet. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever I have that craving, because I had a lot more cookies and stuff like that over over, um, over the Christmas time as well. So yesterday I was adamant I am not eating anything other than real food. Mm-hmm. I had like almost four apples yesterday just to get me over that. Right. And that's what it had to take for me to do that and now that I've achieved that one day Mm -hmm. I'm not I don't want to go through that one day again so I'm gonna keep on go on doing it but (laughs) really in the scheme of things it's one day maybe three days or something you know it depends on how bad it is you can eat as much fruits and vegetables as you can possibly eat yeah to to keep food going into you okay but know that you're gonna survive right gonna be fine so it's not about you know, cutting back on food, period, where no, you're eating less and you're hungry. All. So I want to talk a little bit more about this whole idea of of eating as many fruits and vegetables as possible because the juicing, cleanses, yes. and detoxes are very popular. Um, and I want you to kind of maybe demystify some yeah. of that for us. But we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, nutritionist Leanne Phillipson-Webb is here in studio with me. If you have any questions, you can always text them into us at 71010. You're listening to The Pay Chen Show here on In-Depth Radio News Talk. 
1010. Back with more in just a few minutes. More with Pay Chen on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Pei Chen. PeiChen.com is the website if you want to catch a podcast of shows you may have missed. And you can always follow me on Twitter as well, at Pei Chen, also on Instagram, at Pei Chen. My guest in studio is registered nutritionist Leanne Phillipson-Webb, also the founder of SproutRight.com. And we've been talking about uh, people's goals for this year or, you know, in the next few months, whatever they may be, because a lot of times once the new year rolls around, we vow to be healthier, lose weight, you know, get our, you know, squishy parts a little bit more firm. You lose it over the holidays, you got to bring it back. Yeah. So this is the time of year when people really start off with um, big lofty goals, but sometimes don't plan out the steps that are needed in order to achieve them. So we've been talking mostly about being healthier and and losing weight because that is what a lot of people are thinking about doing at this time of year. And uh, in about eight weeks, many people will have given up on that. So we've been talking about, uh, you know, solid, I guess, tips and advice on how to do that. You were mentioning before the break that really ditching the sugar, it will make a big impact. So it depends on how quickly you want your results, like how serious you are, right? Yeah. Do you want to do something in the next four weeks? Do you want to make it six weeks? How, how, how's your willpower? How much can you really do this and commit to doing it and, you know, reach out for help if you don't, if, if you can't do this on your own, don't kill yourself. Mm -hmm. Just you know, really just reach out. That's why people like me, nutritionists, I consult all the time. Right. You're going to keep people on track. I'm going to keep you on track, but Mm -hmm. in a supportive way, not in a, you know, in a shaming way or anything like that. It's all about where are you at? What's your life like? And how are we going to make this work? And that's, that's the handholding that you get. And we, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the popularity of cleanses and detoxes. It's a Mm -hmm. word that I see now more often than the word diet. It's, it's everywhere. So somehow we seem to think that, you know, we can juice our way out of, you know, a whole bunch of, uh, of holiday eating like we've mm-hmm. just done, or I'm just going to detox it out of me in 2015. So I'm going to have those extra drinks or whatever. Your body detoxifies all the time, every single minute. If you, if you were in a perfect bubble where there was no chemicals, no pesticides, no herbicides, nothing at all, we'd have so much to get rid of hormones and all of those kind of things. So Don't think that you're all of a sudden going to cause your body to just get rid of everything because then your liver would just get so overwhelmed. Right. I've I've put a a blog post on SproutRight.com about sort of detoxification of the liver. So if you need a bit more about that, do go go check that out on SproutRight.com. But we were talking a lot about the juicing, mm-hmm. you know, which is very we popular. Do? It's really popular. Paige has got a, a juicer for Christmas. I got my a juicer. Ju- I used it this week. My juicer <laughs> is in the back of the cupboard because I did go through that phase yeah. and now I'm out of it because I just got cheesed off with having to wash it all the time. But, you know, juicing, and I'm not dissing juicing, it's a great way to get a massive injection of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. Okay. Color, colors. as You've got to get those colors in into you. Um, and juicing is a really good way to do it. It unfortunately leaves out a fiber. So that's the pulp that you're left with thinking, mm-hmm. God, you know, I should be doing, can I make cookies with this? Or can yeah. I do something People with People are this? have all these recipes for what you do with the pulp that's afterwards. That's right. That's, you know, so so it's the fiber. And that fiber is really important in blood sugar regulation, detof- detoxification, and elimination. Juicing is not the same thing as actually eating the vegetables itself. Okay, and that's so important to know because a lot you, of people think that's right. this juice. I can have this juice instead of going and eating a salad. Yeah. Not true. Okay. 
you can't drink your way to health necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's a good step on top of that. So eat your fruits and vegetables first, whatever that looks like. If it's a salad at lunch or have something on the side, your carrot sticks, whatever that, whatever that is, is really amazing. So the juice can be on top of that. I know a lot of people in the morning start with a, with a juice and then, or maybe they'll have a smoothie. Big mm-hmm. difference between juice and smoothie. Smoothie means that you've put the whole kale leaf in and it's blended and you've got everything. Juice, you've put kale in or carrots in or whatever, and then you have that pulp to the side. Great injection, but don't just have that because like I talked about before, your insulin can spike if you bag if you juice a whole bag of apples, mm-hmm. then you've got a serious injection of fructose of fruit sugar, not the same thing as the white stuff, but still it's not great. So it's really good for an injection of these nutrients. Antioxidants are so important. That's your anti-cancer, your anti-arthritis, your anti-just about everything. And when I consult and when I see people, they're never eating enough fruits and vegetables. So the juicing can kind of get you to a place, but you Mm -hmm. really want to be looking at that. And for some of my clients, they're so resistant. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't Mm -hmm. like this. I actually now recommend a capsule of dried juice powder and I get them to take it. It's called, it's called juice plus. Yeah. And it has helped so many people. A lot of my pregnant clients take it all the Mm -hmm. time. So it bridges the gap until you can get to that point where you're actually eating the real thing. Or if you're that resistant, then it still helps to bridge that gap. Right. I feel phenomenal when I take it. So I want everybody else to take it. But that still doesn't make up for a crappy diet. You still can't go out and have all your white stuff, your refined foods and all of those kind of things. You have to make an effort to have on your plate at least half of it, fruits, vegetables or something like that. You can have a little bit of your starch. And like I said before, you can ditch the starches if you want to lose weight faster. Protein is essential. Mm -hmm. Detoxification requires protein. Okay. You have to have it in there. Your liver is not going to function unless you have the protein in there. So basically, um, I guess if, to summarize it, if you want to do a cleanse or a detox, yes. you just have to be you careful that you're not doing it thinking that it's this quick weight, weight loss no. solution. And don't start on Monday to do a cleanse or a detox having just binged on the weekend. You're going to feel terrible. Oh, you your will Your body feel awful. is going to go into withdrawal and it's too much on your body. So as I said at the top of the show, take out a lot of those sugars, a lot of the crap, ease into it. Sure, do a three or four day detox cleansy type of something, but then plan for what are you going to do afterwards? What is your diet going to look like after that four or five days? And stick to that. That's okay. where you're going to get the longevity. That's where you're making the lifestyle choices and you're going to see results. Okay. Great tips. And again, you've got a blog post on your website, sproutright.com. Right.com. Yeah. If you want to find out more information about Leanne there. Thank you so much for joining My me today. Pleasure. Tonight. <laughs> it's been great. I'm, I'm going to um, remember that whole no sugar thing that you told me about. Good. And well, I'll remember it. I'm not sure that I'll follow through with it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come back and make sure. I'll be your accountability partner on that one. I know you will. Thank you so much. That's Leanne Phillipson-Webb, uh, registered nutritionist and founder of sproutright.com. You can also visit her website for more information. And on that same vein of uh, being healthier and and trying to be a better person for 2015 and New Year's resolutions, um, I've been asking people to text in 71010, share your resolution with me. A lot of people have said they just want to be healthier. They want to get in better shape. And uh, surprisingly, there are some other resolutions that have kind of crept up there in popularity. And to chat more about that, I've got Erin Young on the line. She's from well.ca. Hi, Erin. Hi, Pei. So I'm sure you've just heard uh, Leanne talking about uh, trying to be a bit more, I guess, um, 
responsible with our health and our eating in the new year. But you actually did a, a survey recently about uh, people's New Year's resolutions, and you had some surprising results. Yeah, we did. We uh, surveyed Canadians in December to understand how they thought about New Year's resolutions. And not surprising, eating healthier and getting in shape were the top resolutions. But what else surfaced was reduced stress. Uh, that was cited by 74% of respondents as something that they'd be thinking about this year. And one of the other interesting things was we asked people, if your friends or, or family were to make a resolution for you, what would it be? And reduce stress was the top resolution. Wow. There. So clearly top of mind for Canadians in 2015. Yeah. And that's a that's a tough one because it's really, it's like when people say to you like, oh, don't be so stressed. Don't worry <laughs> about it. It's really easy to say. It's harder to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's no, there's no silver bullet or magical pill that you can take to help reduce stress. But it's interesting that uh, so many Canadians now see it as something that they, they want to change about their lives. Yeah, I think we're all busier. We're juggling careers, families, friends, and trying to carve out some personal time. And the more we pile on, the more stressed out we start to feel on a daily basis. Now, you also uh, found some family resolutions. We did. We also asked people, uh, parents, if they were to make a resolution for their children, what would that resolution be? And the top resolution was less screen time. Oh, was, yeah. was interesting. It was an interesting one to see. And I think we're, we're all guilty of it. Uh, as parents and adults, we don't necessarily set a good example. So children see us on our screens and, and start to emulate that behavior. Now, do you have any um, suggestions, I guess, when it comes to accomplishing some of these resolutions that you came across? Yeah, so I think one of the, the big insights from the survey, and we asked, people who had been successful with their resolutions, what was the key to their success, and small changes was, was really the big thing. So, you know, to say reduce stress, that's very easy to say, but what are the small changes you're going to make to your life that will help achieve that? So small, manageable changes as opposed to big step changes. Um, also having support, the support around you, people who are supportive of your goals and also who perhaps are also taking on the same resolution and having the right tools right in place. So if it's exercise, having the right exercise equipment, or if it's diet, having the right food in your fridge. So I think it's, uh, you know, and Leanne touched upon this too, is it's the planning. It's Absolutely. sort of deciding what it is that you want to change about uh, your life or your family's life and then figuring out those little steps to actually accomplish it, because it's really easy to kind of throw it out there and say, I would like this to happen, and then it just doesn't. Absolutely. And if you think about stress reduction as, mm -hmm. as, as a big goal, so it was very appropriate that Leanne was on before, because eating well is one of the top things that you can do to reduce stress. So right. lots of fruits and vegetables in your diet, lean protein and whole grains. One of the things you can do this time of year is stock your pantry with things like oats, quinoa, beans, and lentils so that you're ready to go and you can supplement. And we've actually seen at well.ca a big spike in the last week or so of people searching for these things and ordering yeah. these things in addition to the vitamins and supplements, which people usually buy a lot of this time of year as well. Well, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Erin. And uh, thank you as well for uh, offering up this uh, $100 gift card. Um, so that's Erin Young from well.ca. And uh, I think Elliot's ready now on the phone lines. Uh, we have a $100 gift card for well.ca. It's where you can shop to pick up all kinds of great household essentials online. So beauty products, kids products, uh, food, you know, uh, things for your home. And to have it delivered. So to win, you just have to call 416-872-1010. The first 
correct caller who can tell Elliot where I spent my Christmas holidays will win this $100 gift card. And again, thanks to Aaron from well.ca. Uh, more great stuff coming up on the show tonight. It is 8.45 after the break. Vinnie White joins me. You're listening to The Pay Chen Show. Show on In Depth Radio News Talk 1010. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. Paychen.com is a website where you can find podcasts of shows you may have missed. Congratulations to John. Where's John from, Elliot? John won the $100 gift card to well.ca. John's from Etobicoke. Congratulations, John from Etobicoke. Uh, you did win a gift certificate to an online store, though, because I know. John perhaps does not use the internet as much, but he will now that he has money to spend online. Um, Elliot's going to pop, uh, not Elliot, sorry, Vinny is going to pop in in a second. I was talking a little bit uh, earlier about my holidays, the time I spent in BC, the week I spent in BC with, uh, with family. Uh, my parents are very entertaining and I do, I do tweet about them a lot and I write little things that they say on Facebook, and, and people seem to be quite entertained by them. Peichen, uh, at Peichen on Twitter, and then uh, I'm also on Facebook if you want to follow me there. My dad does this thing where when I'm with him and I am purchasing a ticket for him, whether it's for like uh, in Vancouver, it's for the Sky Train, or it might be for that little boat that takes you to Granville Island. So it's, whether it's for transit or it's to get into an event, so maybe it's an admission ticket, um, I ask for a senior's ticket for him. So I'll say, you know, could I have uh, two adult tickets and a senior's ticket? My dad will stand behind me and he will yell, I'm only 50 years old! And he'll make it very awkward for me trying to buy a senior's ticket, which is usually for people 65 plus. My father is 75 and he's a liar. So he loves to do stuff like that. Um, <laughs> You can kind of get a sense of our family dynamic. We do those sorts of things. Uh, if you are thinking of starting an online dating profile, you might want to get on it right now. Today, Sunday, January 4th, is actually um, the most popular day of the year for people to be online dating. So according to some data provided by Match.com, and here walks Vinnie White, uh, I'm talking about online dating and how today is actually the most popular day for people to sign up and uh, search for potential mates. Um, You're so not doing a radio show with that voice, are you? You shush. I'm <laughs> doing my best. Match.com says that based on traffic from previous years, the first Sunday after New Year's Day is the busiest day of the year for online dating. Actually, it's quite sexy. Keep talking. Do you mind if I take my shirt off while you carry on talking? Would you? I like like the huskiness. Why do you always do that? Why do I sexualize everything? No, you always talk about taking your shirt off and it really... Turns you on? ...makes me feel gross. Oh, good. No, not good. Good (laughs) We have different definitions of good. Is that a... (laughs) Okay, are you paying attention to me? Absolutely. Um, I'm never more than <laughs> Match.com says that more than 2 million users will log on over 36 
million times mm, in the first week of January. Yeah. So between Christmas and Valentine's Day is uh, are the weeks when the most people go online and are looking for um, or are signing up for online dating profiles. So this is actually if you are looking for a, a new partner or whatever, yeah, I know how they this work. is the time yes. to do it because this, you know, whatever. Uh well, it's not necessarily the time to do it. It's the time that most people do it. It's the time that most people do it. It doesn't so necessarily you have the mean most... it's the time you'll get the best luck. It just means it's the time. The being... most people well, will be out there for yes. you to choose from. It's people who have just got very close to hanging themselves, feel desperately lonely and realise that Valentine's <laughs> about to come about, so they better find someone quick. And also feeling as if they're hibernated and they're now getting rather lonely. Well, apparently, according to Match.com, it takes men about 10 weeks to meet a partner online and about eight weeks for women to do the same. Uh, Plenty of Fish, which is another uh, online dating oh, site, they a, have said that this is also the busiest time for people to be active on their website. Um, they've noticed a shift in the type of people that uh, are, are, you know, people are looking for. So the trend now is is um, people are looking for adventure seeking athletic types. That's mm. what's popular nowadays. In the past, the most popular were animal lovers, good dressers. And foodies. <laughs> mm. But now we want adventure-seeking athletic types. That is what is... So if that is you, you have a greater chance of finding a match on a dating website. Mm. I don't think this might just be some garbage no, crap. No, I think it's all true. unpredictably wild gibberish that me, 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 the marketing me, me. departments have come out with at these various websites to push on people like us to give them free promotion. Anyway. You don't think it's that, do you? Nope, not at all. No. Did you want to talk about what's coming up on your show? No, I want to I want to undo the accidental advert you did. Are you <laughs> thinking of using a dating site? Then don't use match.com or plenty of fish. Why not try? You know what? I think you if you want to do it, you have to go in knowing that there's work involved. It's not like you create a profile and you just sit back and like all these amazing people start flooding in. It's work. How many it's times dating. have you done it? I have a lot of friends who've met their partners <laughs> on dating websites. Oh, it evidently works. One in three marriages in America this year will be as I a result. I have friends who have Thanks for married talking, thanks for talking out of my statistic. Mm-hmm. Just the only I thing like I want to... just made it up, that's why. No, it's a fact. One in three marriages this year in yeah. the United States of America will be as a result of online dating. Really? Yeah. That's impressive. And I'm not going to plug anyone to give that stat. That's just a fact. Okay. Hmm? Um, Feisty today, aren't I? Yep, a little bit. That's what your new voice has done to me. And (laughs) my my nasally uh, sicky voice. What do you think are some of the most popular but bad 911 calls? Well, how how perfectly phrased. (laughs) (laughs) I think the word you're looking for is worst. So I, I, I was oh. laughing at this because I was out in, in BC when I read this and it's from um, sort of the BC Lower Mainland. Uh, their ECOM, which is their emergency communications center, released a list yeah. of some of the most common 911 calls that they get, which are not the reasons why you call 911. Can we some give this a most... snappier title? The most common ridiculous 911 calls. Basically, the top 10 reasons not to call 911. And this has come out of uh, British Columbia. Yes. Which I'm sure would be very common throughout the other Canadian provinces. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, the first one, p- 
People call to complain that the Wi-Fi at their local coffee shop isn't working. Did I do that? People do. This is what amazes me. I read a list like this. We all know what an important service 911 is. We all understand that 911 is for emergencies. If someone is breaking into your home, who do you call? If your house is on fire, who do you call? If you've been in a car accident, who do you call? You know that it's for an emergency. Yet, yet, when someone is at a coffee shop and the Wi-Fi isn't working, they think it is at that same importance level. It is not. So another one. People have called because their pizza that has been delivered is not fresh and it's not hot. They call 911 for that. Also, people have called 911 asking for a number for a taxi. Mm, because they think of it as like, I guess, an information line because they know someone will always answer. Mm. So what's the number for a taxi? Uh, people also call 911 frequently to ask if it's a stat holiday that day. Right. Because they don't know. Um, that uh, their home internet isn't working. That's what you call your internet provider for. Mm. Right? There's a lot of internet obsessed people that can't Well, cope. it's like, I guess they're frustrated. They look at their and they're like, wow, this internet isn't working. Ah, well, who's going to answer me? 911 will. Yeah. Um, these are not reasons. And it's kind of funny, but at the same time, it ties up valuable resources. Right? And that was the thing that the... Um, I guess the the emergency communication center was saying was they still have to answer these calls. Yeah. They still have to take a little bit of time to make sure that there isn't something urgent happening to this person. And that's taking time away from someone who is actually having a heart attack. So don't call because your pizza's cold. Call the pizza company. Are you saying this is a sort of public information? I, I think I am delivering. Because I think you might be somewhat PSA condescending right our now. intelligent listeners. I don't think our listeners phone when their pizza's cold. I, I don't think, think they do. Right. I think it's... I'm just amazed that there are so many people in this country... Hey, have you not... Never mind this that. country. I've lived in plenty of them. There's stupid <laughs> people everywhere. They're taking over. Ship them all off. How do we get rid of I them? I don't know. Get rid of them. There must be... A, there's a few Pacific islands that are uninhabited. Surely we could banish them all there. There must be a way. But there's stupid people everywhere. And we'll be reading out a similar list next year. Yeah, probably. But yes, okay. if, if we have got any stupid listeners, which I don't think we have, then do I, listen. No, I don't target this towards... I think our listeners can relate to us rolling our eyes and wondering how these people have gotten yeah. so far in life. Tempting I'm at one to, with everyone. Tempting to do a hip-hop public service announcement now. Do you want to talk about what's on your show or not? Not really. It's going to okay. be really good. And I was it's going to be really great. I will ask you one thing, though. I've been thinking, because I don't know if you've ever heard my show, because obviously... You're usually probably just lying back thinking and just listening to my dulcet toes while touching yourself. But if you ever listen to the content, um, it looks back at the week that has been. And I was wondering if this year you could come up with a name for my show. I was thinking, looking back, left and right with Vinnie White. What do you think? Is that like how to cross the street, look left and right? No, that's not what I wanted to say. Oh, sorry. Um, Looking over the last week with Vinnie White. Yeah. I'd have to change my name. Yeah. Is that all right? Vinny Wheat? Yeah. Like, well, I really like gluten, so right. wheat's probably great. I could change my name to Vinny Black, and then it would be Looking Back with Vinny Black. Yep, that sounds great. It's probably the way up. Send Thanks in all your great suggestions. Uh, Patreon.com for the podcast. I'll be back next week. Uh, have a great night, everyone. Vinny's up. Ne- Vinny Black is up next. <laughs> <laughs>